Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of the Good Life Review Podcast. I am the host, Trelana Daniel, and of course, the podcast producer for this podcast, which highlights the writers from our literary magazine, The Good Life Review. I encourage you to Google it and read all the fantastic work being published there. In the meantime, however, it's time to meet our next writer. Hi, my name is Tyler Jacobs. And my poem is Standing Water in Central Nebraska. Do you want to give us a sense of what is this piece about for you? Yeah, I think it it changes every time I read it again. It's something different. I think when I first wrote it, it stemmed from a story. My mother told me about all these dragonflies flying through her backyard. And then... From that came a memory of when I was young, I would go check the cattle in the pasture with my grandparents. And there was always this standing water in one of the fields and there was always dragonflies swarming about it. I think as the poem kind of is, it's evolved in meaning as well in the recent times. You know, it's a reminder to, you know, look forward and not dwell on, you know, anything going on right now, you know. Right. So you're a writing student right now. You're working on a, what are you, you're working on a degree at UNK? Yeah, I'm actually a senior and I graduate next semester. So I'm very excited. I, my major is English writing and then I minor in creative writing. So I guess I just like to torture myself. Uh, so I think I've taken every writing class that UNK has to offer. Yeah, it's been really fun, really eye-opening to new experiences and you know, new poets and other great UNK students and to watch them evolve and myself. It's just, I couldn't ask for a better you know, department at the university to be a part of. All right. So any tips for new students coming in that are pursuing English or creative writing? Like what are some of the best classes they have to, they, oh my they should definitely take? Yeah. Uh, anything with Dr. Brad Maudlin, of course, and Jessica Hollander. Um, those, uh, Dr. Maudlin is the fiction or poetry professor. He's the Reynolds chair in poetry. And then Jessica is the fiction uh, professor and they're just great the insight that they have into literature and is wonderful uh, some advice that I could give to I wish I had this advice when I was 18 uh, going in because I I took a few years off and came back about two years ago now um, is that you have to make the most of your time at university as you can, you know, and not just uh, extracurriculars outside of the university either, kind of in your class and in the work that you're doing and, um, you know, being part of clubs and stuff. It's been very beneficial in creating those communities, making the best of your time <clears throat> as you study. 
you know, uh, join groups and be a part of the organizations because you you build relationships with professors and students. And, you know, it's just a great way to especially if you're looking to go to like graduate school or or even more professional work, your CV and resume will be a lot heftier than, you know, those that didn't get involved. And I think when you apply yourself that way, it shows initiative and 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 you'll have a better time if you're involved, I found. <laughs> yeah, now you, I think I got this right. I could be wrong. You're one of the editors of a fiction magazine that's run by the students at the university. So what's the name of that magazine? Yeah, so I am one of the editors for the Carillon. And uh, do, do you know what a Carillon is? I don't. Why don't you tell me about okay. it? Okay. This is great. I It's always exciting. Most people don't know. Um, it's it's a bell tower, really. It's uh, the musical instrument made of uh, bells that vary in size. And um, so just right outside of Calvin T. Ryan, the bell tower there, I believe, if I have my history correct, after they built that, the Carillon publication came. And yeah, we publish all fiction, poetry, uh, scholarly essays, art, and any in between creative nonfiction, hybrid genres. Um, like this, this year we have a lot more uh, fiction because we started the Bell Ringer Prize, which our gracious state poet Matt Mason was just welcoming and agreed to judge it, which is amazing. <laughs> And so that this year was fiction. And, uh, and so we have more fiction submissions, I think due to that, which is great. And, and we have some amazing art pieces and, and photography and some great poems and some really heartfelt, I think reflections on the, you know, current period of the United States as a whole. That's exciting. How often do you guys publish? Is it a quarterly? We actually just publish once a year. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, we take <clears throat> kind of the the fall to get submissions and uh, get everything ready. And then we take the spring to usually lay it out and edit and approve everything because uh, we send it to Morris and then they have to approve the sizing and everything. And if that's off, we have to adjust, but yeah, we, our funding is limited. So, and we still print, which costs, I just think an insane amount of money. <laughs> I don't know the actual numbers, but it, it can't be cheap either. So we, uh, we print every, usually we release it in April and last year was the exception because of the, beginning of the pandemic. You're a writing student. I'm confident that Brad and Jessica have given you tons of authors to read. Who is somebody that gets you excited to read? Oh man, that changes all the time. But like currently I discovered um, Carl Phillips. I, I bought his book, Pale Colors in a Tall Field. And it's just, you know, blowing my mind. Um, and Jiayun Yoon's Summer Always Hungry. It, it's um, kind of built around recipes and her family. And it's it's very 
intense also as it deals with some of the Korean War and um, from her grandparents' like point of view and um, and then Forrest Gander. I keep going back to his book Be With uh, because there's something in it that just keeps attracting me to his his language, the way that he's looking at I think grief and that's exciting and uh, something every time it becomes something new. And, um, but, you know, we, I always find myself going back to Kuzer as well. And, um, you know, Clefcorn and Twyla Hansen, uh, these, these, just the great Nebraska poets that are working right now or have worked now, you, have you had a lot of publications so far? I've had, uh, goodness, I don't know the exact number, but to me, it's a lot. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not a lot really, but it's, um, I guess in the short amount of time, like, I think as this goes back to that advice earlier that I stated, or the advice as for, you know, college students, I I went back and I realized like, well, this is the time that I'm like truly 100% having to like pay for my school, you know, there's less I'm getting, you know, I can't rely on like my parents income and stuff. I have to rely on my own um, income and everything since I'm older now, but, um, and I decided to make the most of my time. And so I really took it seriously and worked really hard. And so I think in the short amount of time that I've been back it seems like a lot and a lot of it seemed to happen all at once too. Like this summer, quite a few came in um, and it was, it was great, but it was almost overwhelming at the same time. Cause then there's such a, a slow period and you're like, ah, <laughs> right. What's that saying? Once you, you celebrate the acceptance for a short amount of time, but then you keep going back to all the rejections that you've gotten. <laughs> Oh, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It never ends. <laughs> never ends. I just got one this morning. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I went to sleep after just getting one last night too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one question I usually ask everybody is um, what does the good life mean to you? How do you know you're living a good life? The good life is a way to look at the world and understand that you know, where the experience that we have is not an isolated experience between, uh, for an individual, it's, it's an experience that we all share. And, um, the good life is that we have the option to live with compassion and kindness towards others. And when we choose to go that route, we have such a great, um, you know, community of people that are bettering each other and, you know, not bringing, more pain and, you know, hurt into people's lives, especially right now. And so I think a good life is a life in which suffering isn't a daily experience. Before we get to Tyler reading his piece, I wanted to read you a little bit of his bio. Tyler is a recipient of the Wagner Family Writing Award Endowment. His poetry has appeared or is slated to appear in the Carillion, Poached Hair, the Hole and the Head Review, Roundstone, The Magazine, Rumblefish, Quarterly, 
Horticulturist, East by Northeast Literary Magazine, Whitewall Review, Hash Journal, Funicular Magazine, and Aurora, the Allegory Ridge Poetry Anthology. Standing water in central Nebraska. A dragonfly swarms callow fields. Paint on a calm, vast canvas. If you want to read more, you can head to thegoodlifereview.com. Thanks for listening to the Good Life Review podcast. We are very excited to keep producing these podcasts and bringing you great stories from our current writers. A huge thank you to our editorial team that is mostly based out of Nebraska and almost entirely made up of writers from the flyover states, which is why we don't want your work to be overlooked. If you have a piece you'd like to submit, head on over to our submittable page, which is thegoodliferviewsubmittable.com. And don't forget to like us on social media. On Facebook, we're The Good Life Review. On Twitter, The Good Life Lit Mag. Thank you for listening. We hope that despite these difficult days, you are indeed living a good life.